You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. If you're watching on your computer, make sure you can get us on your local cable provider. Go to U2America.com and enter your zip code to find out where you can find us locally. I'm Barry Nussbaum filling in tonight for Dr. G. Welcome back to America Trends. Robots. We're all familiar with the image of the robot from the endearing Will Robinson lost in space to RoboCop. But RoboCop is not just a fantastical image in a movie. There's now, if you will, a RoboCop that was just recently used. After the slaughter of five police officers in Dallas, the Dallas PD sent in a robot with a bomb to stop the assailant who fired on the officers. It detonated remotely, instantly killing Micah Johnson. The terror came to an end, but did it send a danger, set a dangerous precedent? Joining me now from the RNC, the convention in Cleveland, Ohio, is Michael Doherty. Michael is a senior writer for Cyber Defense Magazine, author of the book, The Devil Inside the Beltway, and has just now been named the official spokesman in cybersecurity for the Republican National Convention. Michael, welcome to the show. Good to be here. How are you doing, Barry? Great to have you tonight. So let's get into it. We all know about the tragedies in Dallas. What prompted the Dallas PD to use a remote control device to end the siege? It's never been done before, has it? On the spot ingenuity. It was great stuff. I mean, the, these guys, here they're on the phone with this guy who's taunting them and making it clear he's unstable, he's almost enjoying himself, he's histrionic, and he's going to keep killing. And the, the chief knew that they had this robot, and the robot is a 2008 model from Northrop Grubman, who's $150,000, and they gave C, they put a pound of C4, moved it behind a wall. That created so much power, just the explosion enough would at least severely injure him, and it killed him. Uh, and, and you couldn't get a human being that close to do it. It was a brilliant move. Wow. This has never happened before, has it? This is rare? Well, it's rare because you've got a, a police chief who's thinks outside the box and is extraordinarily sharp and under pressure, really was thinking very brilliantly, really. I mean, he saved a lot of lives by using technology in a very positive way. Technology is a very powerful thing. It can do really good things. It can do really bad things in the wrong hands. And in this instance, it did a great thing. Well, I mean, is, Michael, isn't it unanimous that it saved uh, a ton of lives, possibly? Well, unless you are just detached from reality and think that uh, we should have hauled in a therapist and stopped everything. I mean, it's, there's no way that this did not save lives. There's I, no way. What more you know? We don't we can't stop a psycho in action and, and make decisions. It's you don't have hindsight. This is this is reality. And some people don't live in reality, but this is reality. And and if anyone's going to go down, it needed to be him. The fact that they got this and put it behind a wall so he didn't know what hit him. And the fact, you know, that this robot is basically still functional. That thing went off and it just needs an arm repair. It's still basically functional. That That is a great thing. Wow. So why are people writing and blogging about a dangerous precedent being set by using a robot like this to, in this case, incapacitate um, someone who's committing mass murder? 
Uh, well, to me personally, you can't stop stinking thinking. I mean, these are you know these are people that have this opinion, and and you know we we have the freedom to be dumb here and 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 not have all the facts and state something. Uh, I don't know what the families of the police officers that that uh, were killed and the other ones that survived on the force would have a problem with that. I I, I certainly don't. There's always someone that's going to have some outside the scope reality of, of reality of technology. Maybe they have a concern of what happens if it's in the wrong hands, but that's not what's going on here. I mean, we since 9-11, we have police officers, FBI, all sorts of people that are rehearsed in worst case scenarios. And these tools have been there. This thing was bought in 2008. You know, we don't have to let the public know everything that we've got going. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, so they I, just look, I'm with you. I, I think it was a tremendous ingenuity by the chief, and I'm sure it saved lives. That guy wanted to kill everybody he could put his rifle sights on. So well, I mean, going forward, going forward, um, is this the new soldier that is going to be used more in the battles against these types of situations, in your opinion? I, well, when we get to these situations, if, uh, if I hope it doesn't happen again on domestic soil, but if it does, great. I mean, this is also what we've used in a big advantage in foreign soil. I mean, you know, what do you want to have? Boots on the ground and have 400,000 dead like we have during a war in World War II? Or do you want to have uh, a much lower death because of technology uh, in defending ourselves? I mean... You know, again, this is uh, an advantage that we have responsibility to use because it exists. But we also have a responsibility to not let the other side that is going to get their hands on these things use them. And uh, that's why we don't want Iran to have nuclear war, uh, nuclear capabilities. We don't want to have uh, people that are crazy like this killer. I that got it. So let me let's talk about the RNC. You're a big shot. You're the you're the official spokesman on cybersecurity for the Republican National Convention. Uh, what's what's that exactly? Well, I mean, whenever anybody is looking for a cybersecurity topic that comes up, and and I'm there to discuss it. Uh, there's going to be about fifteen thousand media descending on Cleveland, from what I understand. So you know, there's a lot of demand. I don't know what'll come up for cyber, uh, unless it bleeds over into Hillary's uh, email server and that thing, or, or we'll see where it goes. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Republican, and I, I don't uh, cut bait just because things aren't going perfectly, so I'm glad to attend. Great. So tell me, you bring up the issue of insecure servers, obviously, in the case of Hillary having a server in a closet in an apartment in Colorado. Uh, I, I guess that would be anti-secure. What's, what's the convention doing special to provide security uh, for the delegates and the information that's going to be transmitted internally and then externally? Well, this is a national event, so really it isn't out. It's, it's, it's the U.S. government that's providing security, and I'm certainly not cleared to know all that. It's not necessarily the RNC, but obviously we have concerns with ISIS and everyone that wants example and affect uh, U.S. government movement and also uh, Michael, it's great to have you with us. Uh, it's exciting to know that the future is going to be exciting to protect us. Up next, Black Lives Matter, friend or foe, please stay with us and vote in our poll.
Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.